Hi, everyone, and welcome back to BP Mac Podcast. I'm your host, Amina, founder of Black Pepper Magazine, a community award-winning international online magazine from Germany. And today, I have a special guest. May you introduce yourself? Yes. Hey, guys. My name is Elaine B. Waller. I am actually in Raleigh, North Carolina. I am a mom, a financial educator, a speaker, an investor, and I'm just so excited to be here. Great. Thank you. So for what reasons um, did you quit your job as a financial service representative to start your own business? So the plan was to never quit my job. I was very satisfied and very happy where I was working. Mm -hmm. It's just that when I decided to start my company, it wasn't something I was supposed to be super big or anything like that. I really just wanted to help people not make the same mistakes that I Mm -hmm. have made. When I was working at my job and I was uh, up for a promotion, I was not able to move to the city that I'm at now because my finances and my credit was holding me back. And I just was not educated on it. So once I started to educate myself and turn things around, I noticed so many people in my community were facing the same things. They just didn't have the tools that they needed. So that's what made me start my company. But starting that company was also a conflict of interest with my job as a financial service representative. So I had to pick one or the other. And I ended up picking my business because, of course, I invested so much into it. Uh (laughs) It would be no It would be so dumb to not pick that. And some people don't because they get scared and they feel like when you start in business, you're not going to be able to make money. And I thought about that, but it didn't really register in my mind until after I left and realized, oh my gosh, I hardly have any clients. Mm -hmm. Uh, I didn't uh, save like I'm supposed to. What am I going to do? And I just made it happen. The first three months, I didn't have any clients, and it was very, very hard. It was a huge struggle for me, but I started something for a purpose, so I couldn't just give up on it and then hop into another job. I started it, so I had to complete it. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's, I think, the best decision that you could ever made. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. I absolutely love it. Yeah, so um, working at your job back then, you have studied the team, Yes. Yes. So what exactly did you learn? So studying the team when I was working at the bank uh, and I don't know if anyone who works at a bank now can testify to this. But when you are in a certain department, it is always great when you want to learn other departments, because especially with that particular department, they are Mm -hmm. so excited about their role and what they do with the company. They always want to teach you and educate you on it. So as a financial service representative, I wanted to learn more about credit cards. I wanted to learn more about loans. I wanted to learn more about mortgage and auto because all of those things, all, Mm -hmm. all of those tools were going to be connected to my business. So I would ask them different questions. What, where did they start? How did they like their role? What kind of clients did they get? You know, how, How are they able to get clients approved? What Mm -hmm. if clients dispute certain things? How do they handle it? How do they handle irate clients? And once you get them talking, you're like a fly on the wall. They're just continue talking and talking Mm -hmm. and talking and throwing different gems at you. And all you have to do is just take a mental note of everything that they're telling you and realize like this is 
way bigger than me. So I studied people's movements. I studied how they talk to different clients and customers. Mm-hmm. I've studied how they talk to each other, you know, how they talk to their subordinate, how they talk to their team and see where the weak points were at and also see where the intelligence behind it came, you know, the education behind it mm-hmm. and what they were doing to increase that education. So once I learned different things, I started to implement it in my business and also do my own further research because you can't just take what everyone says to heart. You have to do your own research as well. So that's what I started to do. Wow. Impressive. Impressive. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Well, so yes, Um, you also, you are also a mother of uh, three and an entrepreneur at the same time. Um. I must say, it is really impressive what you <laughs> actually said. So cool and very smart. And how do you balance being a mother and an entrepreneur at the same time? So I don't believe that there is a balance. I just okay. believe that you have to be able to take some losses and wins with it. I know in the very beginning of my business, I was so goal-driven to just making sure that I'm helping my clients and helping and making sure that I'm completing my goals that I kind of put my children on the back burner and you don't really realize that until you're trying to make up for it with like gifts and all these different types of things and children don't care about that all they care about is time and Mm -hmm. I realized that I was putting more time in my business than my nine to five which in the first couple of years in your business you're gonna do that you're gonna have late nights you're going to have early mornings you're going to have 12 hour 15 hour shifts Mm because you're constantly working especially if you are a one-man team Mm -hmm. and after growing for a couple of months and implementing systems and getting a team I was able to say you know what after five six o'clock I'm not doing any work because that's the time that I have to dedicate to my children and Mm -hmm. I can you know read a little book here or read something there or answer a quick text message or email but I I try to not dive so much into it because they're watching me they're gonna feel like this work is more important than them and that's not that's not it I started this for them so I can't just leave them on the back burner and think like it's all about business because it's really not and your personal is going to affect your business mm-hmm. no matter what but you have to find a way to deteriorate from it and make mm-hmm. sure that you can do better so for me i'm just learning every day to have better time management skills and look at the clock and see okay it's 5:30 it's time for me to make dinner for my children it's time for me to ask them about their day you know what they are looking forward to if they have any thoughts you know a huge communication in my family is very very important and I feel oh, like yeah. if I'm lacking from that I'm not doing my job and if my children are suffering then what's the point of business because mm-hmm. this is for them yes. so I have to make sure that I am you know I want to say superwoman but you know I have to make sure that I can do both without one feeling left out without my business suffering and then without my children suffering yes and that's the power of a woman Yes. Yeah, right. it's, it's amazing. It's it's a struggle though. Don't get me wrong, it's a struggle, mm-hmm. but that's that's just a part of life and you guys have to take those lessons and learn from them. It's always yes. a lesson. Mhm. So, um what I'm also interested about is uh what are your weaknesses and how do you transform it beneficially for your for personal branding? So, my weaknesses are 
I feel like I am too hard on myself. Mm-hmm. I, in the beginning, I wanted to be the absolute best. Like I wanted to be the best in my field, yeah. the best in everything that I did. You know, I wanted to accomplish my goals when I did. And if I didn't, I felt like I wasn't good enough. Then I had to learn that I can't get to the top by myself. I don't exactly. have to be the best. I can mm-hmm. be one of the best and I can collaborate with different people where we can come to that co- common goal together. I had to learn that I couldn't do it alone. Mm-hmm. And how I transform that in my personal brand is I'm just very honest about everything that I do now. In the beginning, when you're an entrepreneur, you feel as though you have to be absolutely perfect. You feel like you have to have everything correct. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's not realistic. You know, that's not being a human. So now I show the ugly, the bad, and the good. I show my wins and I show my losses. You know, I show what I've went through and I show like, this is what happened to me. This is how I reacted to it. Mm-hmm. It completely shut me down as a person. And now I'm back. And I'm back because I realized that I couldn't give up. And I know you're probably going through something right now where you feel like you want to shut down. And yes, it's okay to take a break, but you got to come right back. I have yeah. to be very open about that because... I didn't see that, you know, I didn't see that around me. And if I'm not open like that to my audience, it's like, how are they able to connect with me? They're going to feel like, I think I'm the shit. Like, <laughs> and that's not <laughs> yes, it. Yes. That's not it. Like, mm-hmm. everybody's going through their own journey, their own path. And it's going to be a couple of knives and whatever along the way that's going to stab you. But you got to be able to fix that wound and keep running that race. You know, yes. you're not going to be able to do it alone. So I just have to be very very open about my journey because you know I have other people watching me that I don't know I have my children watching me I have my family watching me and I never want to portray something I'm not so yes we all go through struggles and I'm going to show you every single one of them to show you that this is not easy but if I can do it you can do it I like that yes talking about open (laughs) to be open my weakness is that I can be very very stubborn and if I have an idea in mind, I will cling on to it until it's realized. But, you know, being a leader demands openness mm-hmm. and also being a good listener. Yes. And um, yes, I have to learn that quickly and compensate my stubborn head with a room full of creativity. Yes. And um, yes, openness, being open is really, really important. Um Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, you know why a lot of people aren't open is because they're scared of what other people are going to think. Yes. They're yes. they're fearful of what people are going to say, how people are going to react, and you just have to be able to not care. Cuz it's mm-hmm. not it's not for the ones that are going to judge you or how they're going to react. It's for the ones that are going through the same thing as you. Yeah. And they can feel like they're not alone in this journey cuz you're not. You're not alone in this journey. You always have exactly. someone that's going to be able to keep you company on the ride. And like, listen, I know you're going through it. Girl, I'm yes. going through it too. How are we going to get it? How, yeah. how are we going to get through this together? Yes, as a team. Yes, yes absolutely. Yes. And talking about being, you know, have this, um, to have this anxiety about people criticizing you or your work. Can you tell us about a time someone criticized your work and how did you manage? Um, yeah, how did you manage it? Yeah, so people criticize my work, whether it's my content, my website, you know, my mm-hmm. policies, or even me as an entrepreneur. They criticize it almost every week. 
I get a, either a new message that, hey, I wanted to work with you, but I feel like your website is sloppy or, you know, I wanted to work with you, but I feel like your prices are too high and I wanted mm-hmm. to work with you, but I feel like, you know, you're not providing too much value. And I had to stop beating myself over that because I'm still trying. I'm still growing. You know, it's only going to get better from here. And the way I handle that, handle that is I let them say, I let them say what they have to say because people are always going to have their opinions. And I tell them, I know I appreciate your opinion mm-hmm. and I'll just look into it. You know, I'll see what I can do. And that's the end of it. I don't yeah. go back and forth with people because everyone's going to have their different opinions on how they feel about you, whether you like it or not. People are always mm-hmm. going to say something. People are always going to talk, whether you like it or not, whether it's good or bad. So I just take it like a grain of salt. I don't let it bother me anymore because mm-hmm. I have other problems to deal with. <laughs> I yes. have other problems to deal with than someone criticizing because they're going to criticize you. And it's like the, the, the bigger you get in your business, the more criticism you're going to get. And you have to be yeah. able to handle it and not let it, uh, not let it take power over you. If you know you have a goal set in mind and you know that your content, whatever you're putting in, the value that you're providing to your community is bomb, don't change it because of one person's comment. Because Mm -hmm. you probably have a hundred other comments of people rooting you on. So you can't change it because of one person's opinion. So I don't let it get to me at all. Not anymore. And that's Mm -hmm. that takes a lot of time to get to because in the beginning you want things to be so perfect and you think you have everything going on and then one person's gonna say I don't like how that looks and it's gonna get to you and you're gonna be mad and you're gonna feel like okay maybe I'm not doing things right just Mm -hmm. learn from it over time it's not gonna phase you anymore so right now being one year in it doesn't phase me anymore (laughs) I'm only growing from here yes that's good that's really really good so we all know this um phenomenon the day when everything goes wrong how would you handle it so I will tell you when something completely went wrong in the very I said the mid mid journey of my business and then Mm -hmm. how I handle it now so about in August I was you know business was good and I was getting to another level and I was getting connections. And I also found out that I was pregnant with my fourth child. So mm-hmm. I was very excited. I was so happy. And I was like, I'm, I got this going on. I'm going to schedule this trip here. And I, I'm going to make yes. sure that I have my team in place. So when the baby is born in March, and I'll be able to handle this and that. And in August, I had a miscarriage. And I shut everything oh, down. Bad. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, it's okay. I, I say oh, that no. because your personal will take over your business. And if you're not prepared, you will shut down. And that's exactly what I did. I shut down. I, my spouse was handling the business, but I didn't want nothing to do with it. Mm -hmm. I, and the business didn't do anything to me. I just wasn't in the right space. I didn't, I wasn't in the right state of mind for it. And Mm -hmm. every time I seen certain things, I would question myself as a woman and ask myself like, why did I put myself in a situation you know, maybe I was working too hard, just blaming myself for everything. Mm-hmm. And I realized that, you know, maybe it's time for me to talk to someone who doesn't know me, who knows what I'm going through and can help me. So that's why I decided to go to therapy. And once I oh, went to yes. therapy, Good. she told me that you have to be able to 
she would, I wouldn't say let it go, but you have to be able to move on in life without blaming yourself. You have mm-hmm. so many things you have accomplished along the way that you cannot let this one incident, not saying it's big, not saying it's small, but you can't let this one incident stop you, you know, stop you as a woman, stop you as an entrepreneur, you know, stop you in your path, in your life, in your purpose. And she's like, you're going to have to get back up and take those small steps to making sure that you're you're okay as a person. Mm-hmm. So that's what I started to do. And I dove right back into my business full head on, which is, I would say is not healthy. You need to take steps. Yeah. <laughs> but I <laughs> dove full head on and I'm like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Because I wanted to just distract myself from those memories. Yes. So mm-hmm. now when things are about to go wrong, I stop. And before I react, I think for a moment, I think about what is a solution that I can provide to help this problem. Mm -hmm. And if I can provide it, I will. But if it's something that's out of my control, I'm no longer going to stress about it. Because if it's out of your control, what can you do? If it's not your fault, all you can do is just apologize and and try to make the situation better. So now I think before I react, because before I would just react and Mm -hmm. that's not healthy. Now I have to sit down and think, breathe, and realize, okay, I can do this. Let me just think of a solution. Because to every problem, there is a solution. We're just not thinking of them. We're so quick Mm -hmm. to react. We're not thinking of those solutions. So now I think of solutions before I react. And then I'm able to talk to either the client or a family member or the team or a corporation Mm -hmm. before I give them an answer. Because the answer I want to give them, I want it to be realistic. And I also want it to be where it's going to be beneficial to both of us. I like that. Yes. I think many people uh, will relate to this. Yes. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Because anything can happen, whether it is, you know, Mm -hmm. let's say it's not a miscarriage or pregnancy. It could be an accident, you know, it could be a natural disaster. It could be a death in the family. You know, it could be a a lawsuit. It could be something that unexpected comes into your journey that you did not prepare for. Mm -hmm. And now you shut your whole self down because of it. And the best way to resolve that is to be prepared for anything, you know, just to be prepared for anything and to be able to find a solution. Yes. And this is also what I called um, emotional intelligence. Yes. And it's really important when you are building or when you are doing business. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. So on to the next question. Describe the most successful financial strategy you've ever developed the most successful financial strategy I ever came across was definitely business credit (laughs) business credit okay yes business credit it is it is amazing it's it's amazing for me because not many business owners know about it so we have so many business owners and entrepreneurs using their personal funds you know to their personal expenses, their personal pay to fund everything. And they're mm-hmm. finding themselves becoming more and more broke because they're funding everything, especially if no money is coming in at the moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I realized that with business credit, it's not tied to your personal finances. You know, it's not tied to your personal credit. It's solely on the business. It's solely on your business name. And for me, that changed the whole trajectory of my business. Once oh, I started yeah. building it, and helping other people see the the benefits from it. Mm-hmm. It changed other people's businesses that I work with as well. Because 
you were doing something one way and now you have another solution that comes into play that's 10 times better and it doesn't fall on you it will change the whole dynamic of your business or as or in your field and I feel like a lot of people they need to start looking into that they need to start Mm -hmm. doing their research they need to start talking to people that are experts in it and to see how that can be beneficial to them because people are seriously leaving money on the table and they're not using the leverage that's there. You know, the leverage that Mm -hmm. was used to build businesses from the ground up Mm -hmm. long years ago. So that, that strategy right there, just business credit alone has changed the whole dynamic of my business. And I will recommend it to anybody that has a business. It doesn't matter what field your field or industry you're in, start building your business credit. Even if you have a brand and your brand is your name, Start mm-hmm. a business in your brand and start building business credit on your name, on your brand name. It is is it will be crazy not to do it. Very helpful tips. So I think uh, it will have a lot of people. Yes, thank you, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. And yes, um, while doing business, and you know, um, how do you build strong relationships with your clients? So majority of my clients are women. Uh, I love connecting with women. And what's crazy is when I was in like middle school or high school, I did not connect to women at all. I feel like women were catty. They were immature. There was always a competition. And I feel like that kind of has changed over the years for me because I guess with the different struggles that I went through, other women were going through the same thing and not a lot of us would talk about it. It would take one brave person to come out and say something to where all of us would connect Mm -hmm. so I feel once I started revealing the different struggles I had as a mother you know as a woman that became divorced as a woman that's basically started over Mm -hmm. more women started started to connect to me and started to ask me for advice or ask me how did I do it and for me to incorporate that into my company to be very transparent about it it's how I'm able to build relationships with my clients because we would get on consultations and for the first 10 to 15 minutes, we won't talk about business. We will talk mm-hmm. about life because life yeah. is important and mm-hmm. the problems that you're going through, we need to be able to tackle them all before we get into the nitty gritty. So yeah. they will tell me about things that they're going, that they have going on. And it it's surprising. And I would tell them the things that I have going on. Like, hey, I'm not perfect either. I've been through this and that and A, B, C, and D. Mm-hmm. And they're like, what? Oh, my gosh. I can't believe, like, you went through this. And I'm like, yes, I went through it. And this is how you're going to be able to move past it. I'm going to tell you exactly what you need to do. Yeah. And I felt like if I didn't implement that, if I wasn't honest about the things that I went through, I wouldn't have such great relationships with people. Like, people that will go to bat for me people that will support me and they will say any if someone says anything bad about me which may not be true they will come and defend me because they know me they know what I went through they know the connection that we have is strong Mm -hmm. and that is so important you want to make sure that people that you're connecting with trust you and you can trust them as well Mm -hmm. and once you have that trust it's over from there Mm -hmm. like there's no going back there's no going back at all yeah 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 that's nice I like that um so social media is a platform where you can break the personal relationship with yourself by comparing or build brand awareness how to um yeah 
a bit brand awareness mm-hmm. and how do you use social media to promote your service so i am on every single social media platform because i feel like if it's a free platform out there to utilize for your business you you have to use it well you don't have mm-hmm. to but i would definitely uh, suggest that you do because you don't know how long it's going to be free so for exactly. me, I, yeah. use, I use facebook so i use facebook for my personal page and my business page and i promote on both of them because you don't know uh, who's going to be on your personal page just snooping around and you don't mm-hmm. know who's going to be on your business page. Yeah. So I also use LinkedIn, which is a social media platform for professionals. And I absolutely love LinkedIn. It is my number one go-to because a lot of corporations are not on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter. Mm-hmm. So I will go on LinkedIn and connect with different people from all different types of states and countries. And they have some valuable information. And, and then the information that I can provide can be valuable to them as well. So I love collaborating on there. Mm-hmm. I am also on Twitter with my personal and business because there could be some people on Twitter that actually have some financial issues going on. And yeah. they depend on Twitter as their platform to release their frustration. Mm-hmm. So I felt as though if I promote on there, someone may be able to see it, see that, okay, I was just talking about this. And then here she comes saying that she can help me. Maybe I can talk to her. And of course, Instagram is just absolutely growing. And yeah. <laughs> I love, yeah. yes, I love Instagram because I can just show you the behind the scenes and the visuals of my life and my business and, you know, my family and my children and just show you that, hey, I can do both. You know, I can have a family, Mm -hmm. I can have children, I can have a business and I can also travel and that can help other people want to be able to step out of their comfort zone, step Mm -hmm. out of that box and take that risk. Uh, I know a lot of people say, well, don't look at everything on Instagram because what everything, everything you see is not always what it is, which is true. Mm -hmm. But some of the things that you do see is true. Some of those people are millionaires. Some of those people are traveling every week, going to different countries, you know, homeschooling their children, just living their life and their purpose. Yeah. Those things right there are admirable. They're, they're beautiful. They make me go harder. So I would say Mm -hmm. use those social media platforms, take advantage of them. Now, the way social media is growing, the way digital marketing is growing, Mm -hmm. you know, it's going to take over. So you want to get on it now before they start charging because I'm sure they will start charging for it. Yes, I think so too. Yes. So uh, while it's still free, I'm going to use all of them and I absolutely love all of them. But my my favorite two are LinkedIn and Instagram. All right. Can you please give us one more piece of advice on how to be open for your purpose? So for me, I had to learn that it's not about the money and it is Mm -hmm. about the purpose Mm -hmm. because you can make so much money. And if you don't know your purpose, the money won't mean nothing to you. Like you can look at all the examples of all these celebrities that have all this money, but they're Mm -hmm. still unhappy. You will still feel empty. Mm -hmm. Once I took the money aspect out of my business, Once Mm -hmm. I stopped being desperate for clients, stopped being desperate for the money and started realizing what my purpose was. And my purpose was, is a financial educator, don't get me wrong, but Mm -hmm. I wanted to be more open. So that's why I decided to become a speaker because with speaking engagements, you're not always going to get paid for it, but how long are you going to do it 
because it's your purpose are you just going to give up because mm-hmm. you're not getting paid or are you going to continue so yeah. once you fulfill your purpose and you're consistent in that purpose the money's going to come it's just going to yeah, come regardless yeah it's going to come regardless but if you're chasing the money and not chasing the purpose mm-hmm. it's not going to last for you you want something that's tangible that's going to last for a lifetime yeah. that's going to mm-hmm. be able to be brought from generation to generation so your name rings bells even mm-hmm. after you pass but if yes, you're chasing the like money yeah. it's not going to happen for you it's not it's, it's it's not we there's too many examples out here as to why it's not going to happen and once I started doing that I started feeling more fulfilled I started feeling more better about myself and I started to be more confident in what I do no one can say oh, this is wrong, this is right, because I feel confident in what I'm saying to people because I know that it is in my purpose. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if I'm not getting paid for it. It's fine. Because so for whatever reason, God just keeps providing. <laughs> yes. Know, it comes on time. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to complain. I'm just going to keep walking in the purpose that he has for me. And that's the best advice I can give. It's not about the money. It's about the purpose. Oh, I love that. I love that. <laughs> Thank you, Lane, for joining today's podcast interview. No problem. Yes, I really, really, really enjoyed interviewing you. Thank you so much. And I thank you so much for this opportunity. I truly appreciate you and I do admire everything that you're doing, you know, and I can't wait to see you grow bigger and bigger from here. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I hope this podcast and what you just said will not go unnoticed. I'm sure one person, as long as I reach one person, I think that'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. So that's it for today. And thank you guys for tuning in into BP Mac podcast. My name is Amina and I was joined by Elaine Waller. (laughs) Yes. Bye and rendezvous next Sunday.